name, madame. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Live from the Stamp Show here today news desk, this is the award-winning Stamp Show here today, episode number 246, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Tom. This is Cash. This is Mark and not Scott. This is Lloyd. <laughs> and not Scott. And not Scott. <laughs> Scott is ill. He's sick. Well, we're going to cover breaking news today from the Miami Herald. As described in the indictment, Garcia Albasarin. Albasarin? Alba. Looks correct. Albarison. Yeah, that's it. Garcia Albarison. Let's go with that. Didn't reinvent the wheel for this scam. He just kept rolling with it until it rolled up major dollars. Through Rambos Market. Rambos? Rambos. I think that's a market that he either had or was operating out of. Yeah. A marketplace. Garcia Albar Albarison, I'll get that right eventually, sold goods online in places like eBay and Listia. He'd send the products to various buyers throughout the country using USPS, buying postal insurance for each. Then, according to the indictment, he submitted false and fraudulent claims through the USPS Customer Inquiry and Claims Response System, certifying that contents of certain packages that he had mailed were damaged. In fact, he knew that the contents were not damaged. The indictment says he supported his claims by sending photographs of damaged, pro damaged products. The problem was, prosecutors claimed, the pictures weren't of the products he actually sent. Each electronic filing of a fraudulent claim counted as a wire fraud. As for the money laundering, prosecutors allege he moved the ill-gotten gains around to hide them or hide from whence they came. Of those money movements listed was an August 28, 2019, 20,000 check written by Garcia Albarison's Citibank account for the purchase of a home located in Miami, Florida. That's why the government's going after the house in forfeiture. Miami-Dade online property records say he bought that 2015-built five-bedroom, four-bathroom townhome for $380,000. Hold on, hold on. Five bedroom, four bathrooms for $380,000. Hmm. That's a townhome. Still, that's cheap. Compared to what? Compared to where we come from in Southern California. Well. In Southern California, $380,000 will not buy you a vacant lot. Depends on where <clears throat> the lot is. If what the government alleges is true, it would represent a shift for his criminal activities. This scam involved economically throwing the bull. His previous crimes in viol involved violently throwing hands. According to Miami-Dade County online court records, aside from a 2016 petty theft rap that cost him $358 in fines and court costs, the owner of Rambos Market tend 
tended toward more physical crime. <clears throat> Wire so fraud. The, so this is a ripoff of the um, Seinfeld, I guess, right? Where Jerry is, uh, he sent a VCR through the mail. Is that it? I have. I can happily say I have never seen one episode of that show. Oh, <laughs> really? Yep. No Seinfeld. So when I put out my Festivus poll, you have no clue. No, it's a pole on a red base. <laughs> okay. This is what I can't figure out. Because I've had problems where I've lost things and I've filed claims with the Postal Service for like, you know, a hundred bucks and I get nothing. I know. that That's what sort of shocked me too. I have virtually stopped insuring anything less than a hundred dollars because I had a hundred dollar loss. The person said, you know, I never received it. And I go to the post office and I say, here, I'm filing the claim. And they said, oh, yeah, he got it. And it's like, he says he didn't. What am I supposed to do? So eBay is going, well, he said he didn't get it. And I'm going, well, the post office said he did. So I lost 100 bucks. I have no clue whether he got it or not. At that point, uh, I knew that the the lesser insurance, the cheap insurance, is valueless. Mm-hmm. But uh, if he actually lost something, I'd say kudos for him getting money. Yeah, I've never talked to anybody that's ever successfully gotten anything out of USPS claims. Probably because he got it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he knew the system. Yeah. He's got to work smarter, not harder. Yeah, that's it. Well, in our second air second story, we have Con Airmail. A couple funded lavish lifestyle by washing 700,000 used stamps to sell as new on Amazon and eBay in a 250,000-pound fraud. I take it we're talking about Great Britain here? Yeah, it's from the uh, London Sun or the London Sun, right? The I Sun? No, The it's Sun. The, it's just The Sun. Okay. A man has been jailed for washing 700,000 used stamps and selling them as new as part of a 250,000-pound scam. Uh, mint, not new. Or unused. Or unused. I, I only read what's written. But yeah, now... The newspaper got it wrong. It's mint, not new. So, I'm, uh, let's, let's try and get an understanding of what the crime is here. He basically had dirty stamps. He washed them. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sold them as clean stamps. I'm not sure that that's actually against the law. Hold on. Let's read a little further. Maybe it'll be clearer. They've buried the lead. <laughs> Mr. Harrison from Barnsley bought 700,000 used stamps, washed them so they appeared new, Unused. and sold them to unsuspecting victims on Amazon and eBay. Appearing at Birmingham Crown Court, Paul Harrison admitted to money laundering and supplying articles for fraud and was jailed for four years. Money laundering? Isn't it more stamp laundering? Yeah. Yeah. And what if the recipient wanted a nice clean stamp? Yeah. That was new. <laughs> you mint. Not mint. <laughs> yeah. It was new to them. <laughs> Samantha Harrison, convicted of money laundering, had her two-year sentence suspended and was ordered to do 150 hours of unpaid work. Uh, that's we call sexist. That, we, we call that community service, don't we? Yeah, that's sexist, though. 
An investigation started in February 2015 when a large number of envelopes were rejected in a Glasgow sorting office. Well, they must be better than ours then. <laughs> yeah. Tests showed that there was no phosphor on the stamps, and authorities traced them back to the Harrisons. Phosphor is used on stamps because it shines under ultraviolet light, helping post office machines to sort the different types of mail. See, now I'm impressed because not only did this guy manage to wash off the cancel, he actually managed to wash <laughs> off the tagging, yeah. which I don't think I've ever seen. Well, I know that tagging is easily reduced, but removing it, that's weird. And removing it on 700,000 items? Oh, yeah, that too. But, I mean, we've gotten stamps, uh, used stamps, and they said uh, no tagging or tagging omitted. Mm -hmm. And we've bounced them because you can soak the tagging off. Hmm. When the couple's home was searched, evidence of stamp washing was found. What, detergent in a tub? <laughs> <laughs> they have a sink. Oh, no. <laughs> there was a whole, like, garbage pail on the side full of... <laughs> Hinge remnants <laughs> and paper from envelopes. <laughs> Prosecutor Ben Close said in court, this offense involves the obtaining and selling of large quantities of stamps which had already been through the postage system. They, bu they bought secondhand stamps, removed from envelopes, and sold them online so they could be reused. Paul Harrison accepts he put them on greaseproof paper to make them appear as if new. What is greaseproof paper? Um, yeah. I'm not from London, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Glassing envelope? Yeah, somebody from England. What is greaseproof paper? You know, I'll bet you you're right. I'll bet you it is uh like a like a brain fart? No, like uh <laughs> Jeez, what's the name of the paper that... <laughs> wax paper? The wax, yeah, that's the a wax paper. The glassing paper? No, wax paper. I'll bet wax you greaseproof paper is wax paper. According to Mr. Close, stamps and stamp-related products were found all over the address alongside towels to dry them. <laughs> towels? <laughs> Drying his stamps with towels? According to Wikipedia, it's glassine. Greaseproof means glassine? Yes. All right. Oh, okay. So he put them in. So he put them in glassine envelopes, I guess. Yeah, or between glassine uh, sheets. Unknown to all but philatelic professionals. Mm. Yes. Well, they also called them new stamps instead of unused or mint. Mm -hmm. But well, that's the other thing is whoever was getting all these stamps, they all had no gum unless he was gumming them. Was he regumming stamps also? Yeah, you gotta you gotta assume that they were modern stamps. So yeah. they, they would have been self-adhesive. 700,000 of them? Yeah. 700,000. Oh, if they were self-sticks, then <laughs> that's a giveaway if you see self-sticks for sale with no gum. Right. God, that, that would be a big plus. Just remove the gum and uh, leave the cancels on it. He'd probably make more money. And did he specifically sell them to be reused? Because that's what they allege. Well, if he yeah. was selling them just as... You know, these are stamps, and look how nice and clean they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't see say anything here where he... Well, hold on. He washed them so they appeared new and sold them to... I'll, I wonder if in the listing it said unused stamps or mint stamps or whatever. It said new stamps. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed, though, that they're going after the person because uh, the U.S. Well, post here, office certainly here, doesn't. But here's the thing. According to eBay's standard, Mint is something that is like unopened, never been used, versus new means the package may have been opened, but not used. Well, what about NIB? New in box? Yeah. I don't, I don't sell things in boxes. I wouldn't know. <laughs> But I thought that was their definition of mint is something that had never been. Yeah. And new was it hasn't been used, but it may have been removed from whatever it was. It's packaging was in or something. Well, when I list stamps on eBay, I will call them mint if they have gum and unused if they do not have gum. So it'll say unused. And then in the description, I'll put no gum or I'll put mint. Mint hinge, mint never hinge, mint heavily hinge, mint lightly hinge, whatever. All right. Yeah, if you was selling them as unused, that's a term of art. So to a layman, if you said, yeah, these are unused as in not put through the postal service, you know, that's different. Then he would be lying. He would be a lying liar who lies. Right. But if he was just, you know, hey, there's a here's a stamp that, you know, it doesn't have a cancel, and, and so by definition, it's unused. Is that? And then did that 700,000 700, times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, because I see a big difference between that guy and, let's say, a guy who sells, you know, stamps that were printed allegedly in China that mimic U.S. Postal Service product. Uh, you mean counterfeiting? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Which is kind of overtly... You know, fraud. Oh, I remember uh, a person bought $10,000 worth of stamps on eBay and brought them into PSE here to have us checked. It was a large box. And the stamp was the love stamp. Right. And it was printed on in a pane of six. And on the back, it tells what position the pane is in. And it also has a plate number on it. Well, this entire box of $10,000 worth of uh, them. So I guess it was, he bought it, I think, for half. So it was 2,000 sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Is my math right, Lloyd? For as I know. Yeah, <laughs> 2,000 sheets. They were all from the middle position <laughs> of the right side. And you go, that's not possible. <laughs> they, they printed the back of it. Right. And they just printed one back. They didn't print six different backs. But yeah, they won't go after that guy. But yeah. Britain like, here will go after a guy for cleaning stamps. Bravo, Britain. Mm-hmm. Well, they're probably going after him for the ripoff of the postal system for all the uh, unused postage that they lost money on. Well, 700,000 stamps if they have about a 50 cent postal rate. Which actually, I think they have higher. They have yeah, like an more. eighty cent postal mm-hmm. rate. So seven hundred thousand bucks—that's like five or seven hundred thousand pounds. That's like, oh, well, or seven hundred thousand stamps. That's about five hundred thousand pounds. Well, they say in here it's a two hundred and fifty thousand pound fraud. Oh, two hundred. That's what they say at the beginning of the article. Then the stamps were thirty-three cents. He, he washed seven hundred stamps, seven hundred thousand. He didn't necessarily sell them all. Ah. Uh, by the way, in Toys and Hobbies, eBay he describes new, the item is brand new, unused, unopened, and undamaged, including handmade items. Used, the item was previously used. Hmm. That's it. They don't have a 
mint. So not only did he break the law, but he broke eBay terms and conditions. He, he could should go to, be canceled. He could go to eBay jail. Yes. <laughs> You're on eBay right now, right? I'm not on eBay, but yeah, oh. I'm, I'm on their one of their description pages. Can you pull up a postage on eBay? What is postage selling for on eBay? Does anybody have any really big... Th- I want to find somebody like in... Postage? Beijing, China, who uh, is selling postage. Roll of 100 USPS forever stamps for $44.89. One coil. What percentage is that? Oh, there's a discount postage. Discount postage, 48%. 2500 bucks worth in glassines. 200 USPS forever stamps. Cheap postage, $84. Yeah, 66%. Let's see. $20 for $15, so 25%, 75%. There's lots of discount postage. And they're getting a 70% plus. Which, Are you looking at sold items? Oh, yeah, good yeah, point. Good for point. sale. Yeah. yeah, hold on. Let's look at sold items. Sixty-six percent. Yeah, it looks like fifty-four percent, fifty percent. Yeah, I don't see the seventy percent stuff really selling. So it's between let's say fifty and sixty-five percent. But it's selling in the multi-hundreds of dollars. It appears, no surprise, that the uh, scrap, three cent to 20 cent, is uh, selling much, much cheaper than the full sheets. Yeah, I should put mine. I got a whole boatload of discount postage. But all of it has gum. And none of it is no gum. Oh, hold on. Let's do discount postage, no gum. <laughs> Let's see if there is. While you're at it, why don't you just look up for discount postage washed? Yeah, <laughs> discount postage. Uh, there are two of them right here, which are at 50% that are no gum. It's like, dudes. Yeah, face value, no gum, little less than 50%. Why would you buy this? I mean, it's just work to put the gum on, to to glue them to the envelopes. Yeah, why would you buy? Why would you buy no gum postage when you can buy full gum postage for pretty close to the same price? I mean, I'd expect the no-gum to be much cheaper. This is weird. One of these I found says 200 USPS forever stamps, and they look like they're the CVPs. They have the 
weird there's their flags and they have the weird barcodes and stuff on the side right the meter stamps look uh the private vending stamps right let's see Those are the uh, post office meter stamps, not the private vendings. Which they don't cancel. Yes, they do not. Yes, they don't. <laughs> so 200 of those for 84 bucks. Yeah, quarter face. Well, you know, if the post office wants to do like uh, the British post office, or if the U.S. post office wishes to do like the British post office, I think there's some people you could pursue what? 200 USPS flag stamps for $79.49. Item location, North Las Vegas. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one of you lives in North Las Vegas? <laughs> and what's funny about those love stamps that came through, uh, we looked at them really closely and compared them to the genuine USPS product, and the counterfeits actually were printed nicer and, and cleaner than the... Uh, you know, than the real thing. Yeah. It, the giveaway, though, was that the perforations were significantly different. Right. The way that they uh, rouletted them or whatever. Is that the, you said the Love Skywriting stamp? Yeah. It's 100 of them for 48 bucks. Yeah. More than 10 available. No, I think 682 this was, sold. No, this, yeah. is the, uh, this is the Love um, uh, Heart the skywriting. It, it was the alternate um, red and white hearts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I've seen the counterfeits of those. Yeah, that's the funny part is is most of the the dates on them look like they were done with like a dot matrix printer. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the counterfeits are like clear, crisp, oh, yeah. clean, <laughs> right off the you know like Arial font or something like that. Uh -huh. It's just like perfect. It's like, no, <laughs> you guys are you're making them too good. Yeah. Yeah, the Postal Service should contract with that company. <laughs> oh, I want to uh, point something out because my uh, son, Sean, who everybody hears at the end, you know, he's the one who says stamp collecting happens when they dream. we dream together. His uh, email address is chicken123. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't fall far from the tree. All right. I'm surprised that a name that simple wasn't already taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. You can't find that. Well, our last story is a follow-up on the October story about California and New York suing the post office over mailed cigarettes. And there's no update. Yeah, but we. I want to follow this one. This is one that has that political sort of thing to it, which makes it interesting. I mean, can the how is California and New York going to stop me from mailing a pack of cigarettes? I mean, I don't and I won't and I really don't I don't smoke, so but physically well, how would receiving. they stop me? If you mean from receiving, right? Like if 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 you want no, to receive cigarettes e from a either lower way, state, it's either the, side. That lawsuit was over states that was people that were taking cigarettes that were cheaper, lower, lower sales taxes and such. Oh, no uh -huh. sales tax. And shipping them to states like California and 
New York where they have a really high sales tax. Like so right. the people, $4, so people are, a pack. Yeah, so people are basically selling discount-priced cigarettes because they can avoid the all the sales taxes. And the states are suing the post office like it's the post office's responsibility to ask what's in the package. You know, it's like, is there, what's the standard question? Is there anything liquid, you perishable, or fragile? Liquid, yeah. flammable, perishable, or fragile? And you say no. Yeah, but see, how, <laughs> can, how, can that be, uh, how can that be against the law? Because the whole idea behind having the several states is so that they can, can compete with each other. Yes, except that if a person ships stamps into another state, he has to pay the taxes for that state where it was sold. So if I send somebody in, let's say Bobby Prager smokes mm-hmm. and we're in Nevada. So we, he pays $4 and 77 cents a pack. And I pay, I think a one thirty, one forty, some, some weird low number. So that means he's going to save $3.30 per pack of cigarettes that I mail him. Right. They're light, so it's not, you know, the postage ain't going to eat up that much. Mm-hmm. Well, when I ship it to him, I'm responsible for paying the Nevada um, cigarette tax. But I'm in Nevada, so or, I'm, excuse me, I'm responsible for paying the New York cigarette tax. I'm in Nevada, you know, come get me. There's no way to do it. How can the post office stop me from sending him cigarettes? Cigarette sniffing dogs? Right. I mean, see, I sh- I still they could probably I still train dogs see, to do it, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still don't see the difference because you bought them in Nevada. You paid the tax in at the time that you bought them. <clears throat> you know, and just because you're mailing them. To Bobby, and he reimburses you for what you spent. Yep. You know why is that? Uh, why is that an issue? Because the state of Nevada wants money. <laughs> or I mean, the state of New York. I'm sorry, the state yeah. of New York wants money. Right. And California. And California is doing this. California had a. I think their uh, cigarette tax was like a buck lower than uh, New York, though. I think there are like three dollars and fifty cents, and. New York is close to $5. Anyway, the numbers were humongous. Yeah. I'm shocked that Bobby Prager smokes. Oh, don't tell him. Because <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> I think he's selling them to, uh, buying them to resell them, right? <laughs> he's selling them as singles. <laughs> yeah, selling them out of the trunk of his car uh, to his school kids. <laughs> Okay, ignore that. That that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. So I found a cigarette prices per by state for 2020. Okay. Cigarette prices per state vary between $5.25 and $12.85 and per pack. Per pack? Per pack. That sounds more like per case. No. Mm. With cigarettes, with 20 cigarettes per pack, this ranges between 26 and 64 cents per cigarette. Only two states are outliers with cigarette prices above $10 a pack, which are Illinois, which is about $11.50, and New York, which is currently at about $12.85. Per pack. Per pack. 
How so much is a pack of cigarettes in New York then? $12.85. Well, no, but that's the tax. No. Oh, that's, that's with the, the price. tax. Price with tax. Yeah. Okay. Which means if you're buying a carton of cigarettes, which I believe is 10 packs, it's 120 bucks. Yeah. The carton is 20. Is it 20 packs? Is it 20? I don't know. Nobody here no, smokes. Cart- yeah. cart- cartons yeah. are about this big. I always thought they were like 10. Two I don't know. By, two by five. I roll my own cigarettes. Yeah. I lick them <laughs> and uh, bend up the corners. 12 bucks a pack. The average cost across the United States is 696. So you can make five bucks a pack by mailing them to New York. Yeah. You could probably make money. You know, you can bring, I think you can probably bring like two cartons. You can bring two cartons into the country, nope. bring two cartons to California with you every time you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, pay for a gas. Nevada is 615. So, California is actually cheaper. California is 589. It's more expensive in Nevada than it is in California. Right really? Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll go up to the reservation just north of town. How much are they there? Oh, good point. Good point. Well, that I don't know. It's just it's it's actually got a rollover map of the states, so you can actually like roll over each state and mm. yeah. Where's, Washington's bad. Washington's nine thirty, so it's almost yeah. ten dollars. We're gonna change the name of the podcast to Cigarette Smoking Today. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, so, so there. yeah, if you're going if you're going to the sh- next time you're going to the Chicago show, load your suitcase <laughs> up with packs of cigarettes instead of stamps, you might make more money. Well, there is a reason number 127 not to smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we've gone up in flames. <laughs> You've been listening to Stamp Show here today, episode number 246. This was Tom. This was Cash. This was not Scott. And this was not Mark. <laughs> <laughs> You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.